Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Llama Show podcast. You're listening to a replay of our Sunday night live stream. Live streams are hosted every Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Want to support the show? Go to YouTube, look up the Big Llama Show, hit like and subscribe, hit the bell notification so you know when we post content. And now, our host, the Big Llama and AD. Enjoy the show. and opinions expressed on the Big Llama Show are those of the host and guest. They do not reflect that of our sponsors, advertisers, or employers. Enjoy the show. Happy Llama Ween, everybody. Welcome to the Big Llama Show. I'm the Big Llama, the Big Slashing Llama right now. And uh, I'm just all about Llama Ween today. And so I'm hoping you guys can even hear me through this mask. But to help me out tonight on a special night, Llama Ween, Halloween night, I got my boy AD official in the, in the house. What's going on? Blackout, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Slasher? Don't kill me, please. No, no. Listen, it's all about attitude, man. It's all about attitude tonight. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the show tonight. And so this mask right here just, just hides some of that emotion. Because we, we got some big things to talk about tonight, man. We got man. huge things to talk about. It's, it's actually Llama Ween. You've been marketing it this whole year. First annual Llama Ween. So That's cool. right. I mean, how could I have planned that any better? Like a llama ween, and we have a live episode right on Halloween. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. I th- I felt like you. I thought you you knew about this day. He was, he was counting the days every day. Listen, I, I I wish I wish I was that smart. That was honestly that could have been good marketing. <laughs> could have been. <laughs> oh man, how you doing today? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just excited. Let me, let me. I can't see a thing, so let, let me get this up. <laughs> I wanted to see if you were gonna do it the whole show. Uh, you know, I wish, man. I wish I could do it the whole show. All right, look, look. Now, look. I got hair now. The Damn. llama's got hair. Look, I got llama hair. You can do the hair flip. Just flip it out <laughs> of the way. Oh man, no, no. Listen, I, you gotta have fun, man. It's it's Halloween. You gotta, you know, just gotta go with the flow. Um, you know, I was so excited to get trick-or-treaters, man. I got like two. <laughs> I had a whole bowl of candy. I was ready to run out there, and they were like, there were two people. That's it. All night long. I saw, oh. I thought I thought it was going to be a heavy, uh, heavy trick-or-treating night, but I haven't heard anybody come to my house either. <laughs> Look at that. We got, we got someone in the chat, uh, you know, John S. talking about this, Corey Feldman. Uh, well, listen, I, I'm not sure what I am <laughs> with, with this get-up. 
Um, but yeah, I'll go with Corey Feldman. I got the '80s hair rocking for sure, for sure. I think I look like my son. I know he's got that crazy hair like this, so I'm channeling some of his energy. Oh man, thank you so much uh, for joining us, John. All right, um, I got a couple of folks uh, logged in. This is good. We got big news, man. We got huge yeah. news. And before we get to the news, though, before we get to that, we're going to tease it a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about the channel, and we always talk about this at the beginning, thanking our subscribers. Yep. One thing I want to say is obviously thank you. Um, the counter, as we started the show, was what two fifty two. I mean, yep. I pulled this. I pulled this maybe an hour or so before. Um, so two fifty two. It's growing, man. It's growing, and and you know. The Exorcist video keeps delivering. I I, I, I don't know. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah. Um, and then Field of Dreams has stepped up. Now that's almost a 1500 solo. I mean, that one's getting me subscribers. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, insane the growth, right? Um, I mean, last week, what were, what were you last week? Like 233? I was telling, I was telling yeah. my chat. I was like, man, last week Lama was at 233. I checked today. I, I when I started the stream, so like about two hours ago, I was like, oh, it's 249. I was like, damn, that grew quick just today. And then by the time we started streaming 252, I was like, bro, like the growth is the growth is happening, man. Yeah. I mean, weekly, weekly, it's it's 20, 20 so a week. And it's uh, it's been amazing. And a lot of them are are chiming in on the videos. So I'm, I'm responding to as many of them as I can. Um, it's been pretty interesting. It's been pretty interesting to say the least. Um, I've also put on here just so people can see 92 or 93% of the, of the people who watch all my videos, like all these views mm -hmm. are not subscribed. So, I mean, that's even more amazing to me that like it's starting to get out there. Um, so I looked at it, I, I said, you know what? I want to talk about it tonight only because I, I find it amazing. I, the algorithm, however it works, you know, for YouTube, um, but yeah, 93% of people who watch my videos aren't subscribers, which is great. The, the, you know, it's getting out there, but man, if they could just hit that subscribe, that would have been great. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one thing though, I noticed, and this is something that the YouTube, you know, dashboard gives you is it tells you what people are watching, right? Like what, what other channels are, are your audience is watching? Yeah. And I am psyched because the people on this list. I watch them. I, I think there's three that I watch religiously. Like every week they post something, I'm watching it. Uh, which is, I think, Ashley Burton, Popcorn in Bed, and Mary Cherry. Mary Cher Cherry is, I think, from Australia. But um, they've got huge subscriber bases. And I watch all their content. It, it's a lot of fun. They're, they're very entertaining. Um, yeah. But to be in the same, you know, discussion or for people to start migrating to my channel from their channels is huge praise that i i can't even i can't even thank these people enough you know but um it's just huge it's huge for me and i, I i'm so excited that that we, we keep getting more and more uh, eyes on the channel eyes on the video so um just a lot of fun man i think it's dope that we talk about it every week because we're showing it's kind of like the crypto cowboy and his journey like people are yep. watching him start his journey to his bitcoin and whatnot I, it's the same with the, they're watching us literally from the ground up so like us talking about it showing the growth especially because like i said from the week that you came in and was like kind of down about your channel since then you've been growing crazy i mean you've probably grown since that episode what like 150 plus subscribers so oh yeah to see yeah. where you were and then now you every week talking about it and it looks like even the 
the listening platforms are doing well as well. Well, yeah, I put that up there. Uh, 55% of our listeners are finding us through Apple Podcast, which is amazing. It was something that was last minute, not last minute, but the last, it was the um, last edition, the last edition that, that we had to the podcast, which was awesome. And um, I think our last one had some of the highest views, you know, 20 to 30 people listening to um, the, the last episode. So it, it that's growing also. So that's uh, to me is again more and more signs that we're doing the right thing we're heading in the right direction um but enough about subscribing thank you everyone who subscribes i have to take this this thing is itching my head so hold, hold on i i gotta i gotta uh, for those of you who didn't know i was uh bald there you go you saw the bald head it's it's been it's been unearthed on Earth during the uh, the pot the podcast the biggest, the biggest review the biggest <laughs> like I'll keep this on here because that this will work I can keep this on here for uh, for the show but yeah the biggest reveal has been that I have no hair so <laughs> anyway um all right so you, let's tell the story about the next thing we're gonna reveal so right. you know. Uh, AD's got his his blackout brand, and I I love his stuff. You know he's got it he's got it on his hat. I have a bootleg a bootleg shirt, um, and and he's rolling that out in a very carefully planned um, rollout. He's making sure um, that the optics are the way he wants them to be. The place you know, and so I the me designs are right right right. Um, and you have you have a whole idea behind the launch and the platform, which we talked about last week, um, which is entertainment is to, is to provide a service, not just in, in streaming and gaming, but um, in all things entertainment and podcasting in the culture. Right. So so what I had asked is like, hey, man, is there any way that I could, um, you know, to help you know, to, to sort of boost the brand? I, I was doing it out of uh, support for AD. I asked him, hey, man. Could you let me use the logo, the blackout logo, in my merch store just so that we can, you know, potentially, um, you know, let's sort of, you know, collaborate and bring the brand together. Yeah. And uh, sheepishly, he did, he told me no. He's, he didn't want to tell me no, but he told me no. But just, which is, again, as an artist and as, as a collaborator and as a content creator, I respect that. I respect yeah. that he was upfront with me to say no. I, I waited you know. like 20 minutes because I was really thinking about it. I was even going to ask like some of my, my friends like, yo, what do you guys think? But then I just thought about it like, now we're going to roll out the solo blackout stuff by, you know what I mean? Like we learned from our mistakes last last time in July when we were thinking about launching the, the site. So I want to do it in the right way. And plus now that we're actually getting views on our podcast, getting listens on our podcast, the stream is growing. I mean, I only streamed an hour and a half got up to seven viewers today so like is the consistency the consistency is helping us and i really didn't want, like you said i really didn't want to tell you no but just for the grand scheme of things for blackout it was the best thing so i had told llama what if we did and i, I just told him i was like let me ask hercules see if we could come up with like a llama because i had showed him a picture of a pokemon with a blackout get up and i'm waiting to reveal that because i ordered a hoodie off of that so i'm waiting to re reveal that a little later but I showed Llama that, and then I was like, yo, what if we do a Llama-style Blackout collab where it's just like a Llama repping something of Blackout? And then luckily Llama said yes, you know what I mean? I was like, that'll be our first collab for your site. That's just solely on his site, and it's the first Blackout merch that's available. So I think that's also dope. So, yep. 
I want to know how you felt about it because the original thought was to unveil it on here, like show you live on on camera. But then my head was like, well, then he won't be able to put it onto the site until next week, and the, you know what I mean. So I was like, why don't we just unveil it as a, you know, like on the site already, so it could go out. So how'd you feel about it? Well, listen, when I saw it. Uh, when I saw the new image and the in the logo that you guys sent me, I, 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 I mean, my reaction was, that, you know, it's it's effing awesome. I mean, I loved it, and it's more and better than I would have imagined, right? Because I, I'm not I'm not creative in that in that realm in terms of artistry and, and like images. I really not. But I was like, that's it. Like when I saw it, I go, that's it. That's the logo. That's that's exactly what I wanted. And listen, let's not talk about it any further. Let's just. Let's unveil it. Let's unveil it. Or, or, should, or should we keep... Te- no, we get... No, no. More, three more subs. Three more subs. No, no. Just kidding. Let's get a sub train going. Let us know, let us know in the chat if you want us to unveil it. Now. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, and I'm going to tell you exactly what I feel about it uh, as soon as we unveil it. Here is the new collaboration, the Blackout Llama logo. Here it is, the world premiere. It's the one on the right. The world premiere is just a just a, <laughs> the world premiere is just a uh, <laughs> just a just a image I found online. But there it is, the blackout llama, the big llama logo. Yep. I I'm telling you, the the fact that I have my own logo, my own thing, um, is just it. It's amazing. It's touching. It's it's what I wanted from the beginning of the of the inception of the Big Llama show is my own thing, and now I have it. And now, yeah. thanks to you guys, now I got to credit the artist. So, so, Hercules. so Hercules. So, you know, shout out to Hercules, man. I I Hercules love this thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the fact that it's got the blackout logo on the glasses. Um, we got you know a fresh looking llama there, you know, just kind of hanging out. It's it's everything, man. I I, I am beside myself, and I, I I can't wait for people to start you know either either having some merch with this on it or you know you know taking pictures with. It. I don't know whatever you guys want, man. I'm I'm just really really excited about it. I'm truly am. I mean, I'm through the I'm through the moon, man. This is this so, was awesome. Before the show, I wanted to I checked the website to see if it was on the website. It was. But I saw it was your YouTube thumbnail, and I saw you already put it in your banner. So is this going to be the official Llama logo for a little bit? Yeah, man, it is. I mean, like, <laughs> listen, the, the Llama logo I have today, which I love it, but it's it's out there. It's a it's a common domain logo. Like, so this is my own now unique thing as a from the collaboration. And you know, I didn't waste any time, people. I put that bad boy right on the merch store. On the store. On the store, and you got—I mean, it looks great. It looks yeah. great on on hoodies and, and shirts. And guys, and, and anyone who's listening or anyone who's watching this, either if you're watching it now or on a replay, I, I'm, I'm not about selling merch. This is not about making money at all. If you if you look at Teespring, which is the, the company I use here, I have the lowest prices. And I also have the lowest profit margin of any collaborator on the site because it's not about money. It's not about making money for me. It's getting the name out there. It's for if you support the show and you like my, you know, the what you see. That's what I, I want to get out. So please, if anyone thinks I'm just trying to make money, trust me, 
If I wanted to make money, the price would be through the roof and I have a huge profit margin. It's not. It's as low as I can get it without Teespring charging me uh, to put it out. So, um, so yeah, no. And, and it comes in all those crazy colors and all those different sizes. I'm the big llama, so I got to make sure that we got my 2XL to 3XL, 4XL boys. Um you know, we're represented. You can he wear a shirt. He doesn't body shame around I, I don't body shame anybody. I, you know where I get body shame is when I go to, like, Old Navy or The Gap. <laughs> <laughs> they got, like, one 2XL shirt, and that doesn't even fit because it's yep. got that slim fit. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's, let's see. You got Gabe's. Gabe's joining us. AD in the chat. That's What's right. Throw, up, throw some ADs in the chat. What's so, up, Gabe? How, how you like the How you like the – the collab brother let us know in the chat but yeah man i'm excited that you got to that you actually have your own logo now so the thing was i had texted him was like yo the gengar oh i leaked it well they don't know what it looks like but right right the pokemon i'm gonna use i was like yo what you did with that do it with a llama and then i texted him like 20 minutes later like oh he also talked about like having glasses on the llama maybe you could try to like incorporate but i was telling him like your glasses right <laughs> and then he sends back this and i was like oh man like i did not think about that that was a a, a brilliant brilliant like way to incorporate both brands yeah no it, it's it's great it's got the logo it's got everything in here i was kind of uh, worried you weren't you weren't gonna like the glasses though the, on the oh no listen I, I i like it's incorporating the blackout that's that's the part that like really to me like i really loved was like you know, it was awesome. And then I saw the blackout on the glasses. Like, no, this this sells it right there. Uh, Gabe Roman is uh, hitting us up. He's saying legendary. Uh, James Walsh. This must be from your from your uh, stream. <laughs> the chat is legendary. What up, Jimmy? What up? <laughs> he said that boy Jimmy in the chat. <laughs> and James, uh, Jimmy or James, you're all right. <laughs> no, no. Listen, I, I again, super excited. Um, if you you know we'll we'll uh, we'll add it you know we'll, we'll do a little ad for it later again yeah. um but yeah that, i mean just something so awesome that is part of the big llama show again i i'm i'm very very excited so i i'm going to i'm definitely going to order one of these too uh, you know i'm going to be wearing these so this is going to be a lot of fun man i just need it to be yeah. cold in florida man i can't i can't be wearing hoodies in in florida man it's, it's i think i'm going to get it in an orange or pink because Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, look, the way the logo is, it still has the white on the llama, so it offsets the color. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I try. I'm, I'm gonna have um, the black version with white writing. I just got to work on that one. That's this was quick to get it on the site before the the live stream. So, uh, anyway, very very excited about that. So, um, it's Halloween, guys, and so we got a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of things to talk about, and we definitely want to be. Uh, you know, going through the chats, we prefer if you guys have you know stuff on the chat. Uh, Jimmy's talking about pink. He wants that pink one. All right, man. Uh, yeah, hit us up. Tell us, tell us what color, what colors, you know, hoodie or shirt you would get. I mean, I I liked all those colors, man. Um, but I, I I'm waiting for the uh, the black and white edition too. So that's you know like like Pokemon, black and white. You know, <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be doing all that kind of stuff, and that that will reveal next week. We'll definitely have it next week. Um. All right, so at the end of Lama Ween, I did one last movie, The Evil Dead. So that one was, I got to tell you, man, I was surprised because it's low budget and it's campy as hell. Like it's, yeah. it's, 
it is a a um complete gross fest like i mean i don't even know i don't even know how to how to put to words how like i look i not i wasn't acting that i was feeling sick i there was a moment where i was like dude this is like gross man oh practical effects man it was it was crazy. Uh, oh, here Gabe Gabe's chiming in. Murdered out, uh, murdered out black. Okay, he wants, he wants to black out blacked out. Version. That's right. That's right. right I give you a black shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so so out of this one, you know, did it hold up? Well, I've never I've never seen it. Um, oh. And so, if you look closely, there's like a little devil demon thing behind my head there. Yeah. Um, Huge amount of jump scares in this movie, man. Huge amount of jump scares, um, and like I said, it, I, I the first thirty minutes, 20, 30 minutes is nothing but suspense. Like there's nothing happening in terms of a monster or something. It is all like you you you're waiting for something to happen. Nothing happens, but like there's so much suspense. Oh my god! It, it like, and then it it goes from that suspenseful to complete gross out camp, like just complete, and and the you know a, a monster or demon defiling a woman, which I was like, what the hell? I, I I zoom in on my face, I'm like, what the hell am I watching here? Like this is, <laughs> this, I didn't sign up for this, um, but it, you know, listen, I get it now. I get why people love this movie so much. There's a I've seen a couple people have um whole live streams about talking about this movie in this series. Um, I'm sort of glad that October is over for the horror movies um, because I have been uncomfortable. Um, Not, not bad in a bad way, but just like it, it has like, Oh, like I can't like paranormal activity got me going. And then the exorcist was bad enough. And this one was just jump scares, but I was just like, no, nah, no, nah, this is this is not the type of movies I like. So you need to find you get you gotta get like normal first time watches now. You can <laughs> well, actually, and honestly, you started your first time in October for Long right. Halloween, so you haven't really experienced anything out of this besides uh, what Field the Dreams. Yeah, and 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 you know what's funny, and, and uh, John S had sort of hit on this. He's been hitting me up on on Twitter and a couple things. He's given me some some suggestions. But I did look at uh, oh look, Gabe wants Christmas movies. Time for Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So no, that's definitely in December. I'm gonna definitely hit up some Christmas movies. I I got to find some that I haven't seen yet. So that's how I'm gonna do it. Um, but no, um, you know, I, I've been I've been listening to what John says and a couple of different people about picking my next movie and. A lot of things that I've seen, you know, like like there's a trick, right? You can obviously look at going to YouTube search and type in um, first time watch. And then you'll see like the top 10 or 12 things that people are watching. And they're all the same. They're, you know, like like you've seen them a hundred times. It's, you know, uh, first time watching Back to the Future or first time watching um, whatever the, the scary movie is of the month, which I think yeah. it's Nightmare on Elm Street is this one. Rocky Horror Picture Show was another one, which I was going to do, but I, I honestly thought twice because there's so many songs in it and the copyright would just be impossible. Like, you'd just be watching me do this for, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so I was like, no, nah, I can't. I'm not going to mess with that one because... But what, what, what John and a couple other people, the subscribers have sort of told me is like, look, the audience will find you. Yeah. You know, if I'm chasing, chasing views... Um, then I'm going to be just another one of those guys that does the same stuff that everybody's doing. So 
Um, I did pick I did pick one for next for this next one. So my the one I'm working on this week, nineteen uh, seventy something, The French Connection. I have wanted to see this movie. I don't know that again. I, I don't care if it's a big audience that wants to see it. Yeah. But it's a movie that I've been wanting to see. I've heard about chase sequences and car chases and all kinds of stuff that in the seventies was mostly practical. Um, so I, this is the, you know this starts my my foray into some of those older movies that I haven't seen, and yeah. and what I've decided is I'm going to do both. I'm going to do something old, something new, something old, something new. That way, um, because there's a lot of stuff I haven't seen that's new, um, but I'm going to have fun with it. I'm just going to have a, a great time and. Listen to the subscribers, listen to what they say, and, you know, get their feedback. I definitely think that's a big thing, listening to the subscribers. But don't you feel just like devil's advocate? Don't you feel like, yeah, you do these videos that are like the ones that your subscribers want to see, that you kind of are feeling in the moment for the, the fun ones, but then also like throw in one that you kind of feel might get high numbers or is getting high numbers on other channels just to like get in the algorithm? Well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm going to do something old, something new. The newer stuff will be something closer to what's in the algorithm, what's in the gotcha. spectrum right now. Um, because, like I said, I, I, I honestly um, want to... I just been, There's a ton of older movies that I've been meaning to see, right? Um, and some of them... And this is my dilemma, right? Some of them I don't want to watch on the show or on the channel because they require like maximum viewing. So like action movies, for example, I'm going to want to see it in surround. I'm going to want to listen to it in my, you know, in my living room, big TV versus in my, my studio here with a, you know, small monitor and my TV back here. Um, so I, I'm going to have to, you know, balance that out, but. Or you could just evolve the setup, put move <laughs> it out there. And then that'll be your viewing pleasure. <laughs> oh no, listen, the, the danger is I've got a recliner. Yeah, and there might be some sleep. <laughs> hey, we talked about DJ Academics falling asleep listening to album reviews. You could do <laughs> falling asleep listening to movie reviews. Maybe the Eternals. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get to that. We'll we're gonna to that. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the Eternals. Uh, Gabe hit us up says, uh, "Do a Shada's review." What is that? Um, that's some like. <laughs> I don't know how you would feel about that. That would actually be interesting. <laughs> Well, it's a different kind of gangster movie. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Hey, man, I'm all for whatever, man. <laughs> like I said, I've been watching some weird stuff on these horror movies that I haven't seen before, and I'm just like the face I make during the thing. I'm like a little embarrassed. I'm like, what? Like, you know what it is? It's like you ever go to you ever watch a movie and your parents are sitting right there. Yeah, and it goes to a sex scene. And like, and it goes to sex, and, and you're like, you look to like to the right. Like, do they see me? Do, do I see them? Like, did. <laughs> Are they seeing this? Like, should I look away from the screen? Or, right, you know, locked onto these boobies. <laughs> right, like, I, you know, so it's like sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm, I make this face, like I open my eyes, I'm like looking around, I'm like, like you see what I'm seeing, but they can't. Like I, I realize they can't, but because I control the edit. But oh my god, let's see, uh, Gabe's over here hitting us up. <laughs> what? And we got. Uh, Jimmy talking about top shotters. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna have to look that up, man. Hey, uh, big homie's hitting us up. Big homie, what up, brother? Let's see. Uh, Gabe, how do you know? How how do you not know that movie? Dude, generational, brother. He's this is different generation. <laughs> well, I listen. Oh, okay, it's a gem. 
So, so that's actually a movie. Tom, you guys aren't just yeah, pulling my yeah, leg, yeah. right? Oh no, yeah, that's a movie. <laughs> is a gem. Shout out, big homie. Okay, I'm about to... you, it's a different kind of gangster movie. It's not the kind you would think. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to check it out, man. <laughs> Maybe that's for my living room. I just have to. <laughs> Yo, that would be a, a dope concept, though. You having an actual setup in your living room to where you could just record. You would have to obviously do it. While your family's around, maybe even make it a thing with like Junior Lama or something. Yeah, you know, if I if I have a family movie or something big, I'll I'll do it there. Oh, let's see here, uh, Jimmy, oh, Jamaican gangster movie. Oh, okay, okay, I can I can dig that. I can get into that for sure. But yeah, no, it, it it's it's been a uh, oh, hold on, let's see. Don't let little llama see it. LOL. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll be giving each other that look for most of the movie. Robbie right? just looked like, hey, did you see that? It, it's weird, man. I I still I like. Sometimes I tell my kids like, "Hey, listen, I, we watch this movie. It may have some questionable uh, things in it or language, whatever. I, I'm cool with that." But man, I got to remember like when each of those inappropriate type scenes comes on, and I'm just a quick with the fast forward there, man. Just I I don't like that feeling. I don't like that. You know, look at me, look at him. I'm, I don't want that, man. I just want to fast forward get through it. That's why sometimes I feel weird like taking him to a movie that we've never seen before. And I'm just like, oh god! I hope nothing, I hope nothing happens. No, and you know, accidental nudity. Uh, you know, and listen, man, I, I, I'm, I'm no, uh, I, I'm no fool. I'm sure they've seen something like that in in their uh, experiences and whatnot. But geez, when you're a parent, man, you sit next to your kid, you're just like, oh. And when you're a kid sitting next to your parent, that's even worse, man. That's the worst feeling. Yeah. My dad used to laugh at that stuff. My dad would make comments. Oh, check out those knockers. I'm like, oh, dude, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? I, I'm like six. I'm like, right, thank you. I'm six or seven. I shouldn't be watching this. I think I was, I think I was nine or ten. I saw um, Dawn of the Dead, the original, like, Giorgio Romero classic where they're ripping heads off or zombies. I was traumatized, man. I, I don't even, and my dad sitting next to me just laughing. Ah, look at this. Ah, what's wrong with you? Since it's Halloween, I guess I could tell this story. I'm traumatized. So I grew up in uh, my my mom's Jehovah Witness now, but like growing up, she was kind of a, a younger mother. So like, she was like learning about Je like being a Jehovah Witness and like trying to keep us away from that stuff. Mm -hmm. But then before my dad died, their thing was like to scare us. And so it was like a weird balance of like, don't watch that stuff because there's demons, but then here it is so we could terrify you. And, and one of my first movie experiences that I remember like watching with my family and being terrified of and like going my whole life, literally until I was like 15, 16, like I'm, I, I'm, I used to be how you were, are about like scary movies, like jittery. I wouldn't want to watch the previews at night or I can't sleep, <laughs> but it was Scream, the first Scream. Yeah, oh, that's great. And I'm telling you, I was like, my dad died at, when I was seven, so I, was, I had to be like five or six. And I was like, you guys are really letting me watch this. This is terrible. And from that point on until I was like 16, 17, I was like, man. And I always liked the scary stuff. It's just like I was like a little bit intrigued to where I was like watching the trailer, but then suffering the whole night, like turning on lights. I was like not having it because then you would go to like my family's house and be like, oh, yeah, you can't watch that because demons will come get you. I'm like. <laughs> I should I should have started the show. Do you like scary movies? 
Oh my lord! No, I'm I'm with you, man. It's it's like you like when you're a kid that you some again. I, I what I realized as a parent is like I don't know anything. Yeah, I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on, and so I'm just flying by my seat of my pants. And so, um, you know, it, it, it's you just you just wing it. You just figure like, hey, that might work. That might not work. But you know, again, my dad. I watched I don't know how many inappropriate movies with him and yeah. he didn't care he's like I'm gonna watch what I'm gonna watch and I'm like okay I guess I'm watching it too uh, let's see here Gabe chimes in uh, my childhood fear uh, was the original it movie oh yes I haven't seen that one because I was terrified and and I haven't seen the new ones either what that would no. be great for Lama Wayne. you gotta do the next Lama Wayne for sure well, I I may do I just I just saw the original it the one from the 1980s or whatever I think it's like three and a half hours. Yeah. So I was like, ooh. But it's three into two parts. It's got to be. It's it's going to have to be. You could take that three hours and turn it to two different videos. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the image of Pennywise. I know who Pennywise is. It's it's you know in in pop culture, but yeah, I've never seen that movie because I was terrified of of clowns in general, but that clown in particular. And then the new one, I saw the trailers, and I'm like. No, no, that uh, a clown with a little balloon, you know, making jokes and then doing jump scares. No, I'm I'm okay with that. The movie as a whole isn't scary, but he's a creepy Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, well, let's talk about Halloween then. We're we're in the Halloween, you know, we're at the thirty minute mark. We normally do an ad, but we're we're flowing in Halloween here, so we'll come back to our ads in a moment. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about costumes, man. Like like as a kid. So again, we we grew up in. Um, oh, hold on, Gabe's chiming in. The original one was the scariest to me. Yeah, see, he's probably seen them both. I, I have not, so yeah, I'm definitely going to check them out, and I I will do it for the channel because I'm not going to watch it with my kids out in the big screen. <laughs> um, so it will be coming at some point, maybe next Lamboween, or maybe uh, maybe just as one of the you know the more current ones I'll watch here too. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to watch the original first. I like if there's always an original, I'd like to watch that one first. Yeah, definitely watch it first. Yeah, because um, you get a feel for the character of Pennywise, and then you can see how Bill Sarsgaard like elevates the character in the, ne- the next two. Yeah, yeah, and he's a creepy looking dude for sure. Yeah. All right, so so I, I wanted to talk about costumes because I realized that you and I both grow up grew up in different eras, right, of costumes, and I'm going to show you obviously a couple pics of not me myself. I don't, you know, this this I, you know, it's almost as if I never had a childhood. I don't know where any pics are of me as a kid, but. Um, <laughs> But anyway, we're going to talk about the top 10 costumes, um, and I guess this is a current list, right? Like, this is, I was looking at it, right? Um, for adults, it's always the same, the same old, same old. Mom's the witch, dad's the vampire, some form of a ghost. I don't know why people are cats. Like, how how does that work? Yeah. Um, pirate, that's a tried and true. Pirate is always there. Uh, Batman is easy, you know. I, I'm when I see adult costumes, I'm thinking how easy or hard they are to pull off. So, uh, that's the thing with this list, and I noticed this. I've noticed this the last couple Halloweens, but I've noticed it the most this year. They're like getting super creative, and they're taking a lot of like inspiration from movies, like just like random scenes from movies, like TV shows. They're taking like literal images from like cartoons, like one character from the cartoon. Right. Like I seen um Little Nas X like did a, a character from Nesdi uh, Classified, which was a show on Nickelodeon. Love that was, show. Like, a show Love that, that show. I grew up on. I thought it was an amazing show, and it was like a, a character that like was in the background. I was like, well, how do you even think about doing that? So I was like, man, maybe 
most of these people like spent their quarantine just planning on Halloween costumes or what? Well, well, they had it last year. They just they just couldn't unveil it, so they they added to it. They're cosplaying. That at this point, that's what it is. Halloween's becoming is just like a big cosplay for Instagram and Twitter, like to post your family with like your your uh, intricate costumes. Yeah, well, here we go. Uh, Gabe's, Gabe's, trying to, Gabe's taking an exception with this list. He says, the fact that Power Ranger isn't on the kids list is ghetto. <laughs> I, I agree. Power Rangers is there, but because I, I see I, one of the two, one of the two trick or treaters tonight was uh, was a, a Power Ranger. But he was there was also a Mario. Oh, <laughs> there was a Power Ranger and a Mario. And then there was a little girl dressed as a witch. That was it. That's all I had. Um. But no, I, I agree. Power Rangers was in there. My kids were Power Rangers as well. Um, the zombie one is easy for adults. And this was where it gets interesting. Superman, the Joker. I have done, and this is this is why I, I have a box here, but I, I can't. I, I don't have the, the. I can't go through all of them, but I have the. Yeah. I have the actual Halloween costumes here. Yeah. Um, back here, and there's our little storage area. But I've been Superman. <laughs> I I'm the fat Superman, but you know that's. Just <laughs> different multiverse Diff- yeah I'm, I'm bizarro superman like you know superman is fit i'm unfit so i only had one trick-or-treating experience oh yeah yeah well let's see hold on john john gillen chimes in yo happy halloween hashtag road to a thousand john happy halloween john hope you had a good one man hope you had lots of candy man i don't know if you trick-or-treat you're, you're a freshman in high school now so i don't know i don't know if he's trick-or-treating but thank you for chiming in there um so so what's your experience what happened uh so like i said jehovah witness like family kind of hinders you yeah like my mom let us experience like one holiday like where she like kind of goes out with the holiday just to say we did it but my and again it's it ties in with the same character it was me gabe my sister and his two sisters i believe Mm -hmm. or maybe just one of his sisters anyways I was dressed as like a wrestler. I don't know who because I was interesting. My dad just dressed me, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're all walking up to a house, which is funny. My parents like moved to the same neighborhood now, so I see the house all the time. I'm like, that's the house where I got scared, and I, I, I'm the one like I'm the oldest. So I'm the one that walks up to the door, knocks on the door, and like I said, my first scary movie experience was Scream. The guy oh. opens the door as Ghostface. Oh. This is the first time I ever seen it was the, the plastic mask where the blood, he could squirt the blood. So oh. blood everywhere, and I was like, oh. no. So I just ran. I left my cousins. I was like, one of you guys got to go. <laughs> I'm surviving. <laughs> but I hate that that my first like scary movie experience was my first Halloween experience, and that's the only memory of Halloween I ever had. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I mean, geez, that, that's traumatic, man. That's traumatic. Uh, you know what? Honestly, we got to explore this. Uh, maybe we do a special because I've always been fascinated by the Jehovah's Witness stuff. I've had friends who were, and I, I'm just—it's fascinating. And you—you you keep bringing it up as part of your family how it keeps you from doing some of these things. But it's got to be there's got to be some more layers there. So I—I I don't want to get into it right now because we're we're celebrating and doing some festive things. But <laughs> but no, we maybe we need to have a little bit of a, a discussion on that a little later, yeah, some other cool. time. Uh, let's see, Gabe. Uh, let's see. I, he's laughing out loud here. I used to feel bad for AT. <laughs> My side of the family wasn't into religion, and we celebrated everything. <laughs> it is inside. <laughs> yeah, he was there. He understood what I was going through. <laughs> oh, 
Oh man! I'm telling you, every episode we have a, a holiday special. I got one story for every holiday. That's the story <laughs> I'm gonna tell for the rest of our podcast. <laughs> well, that's what we look forward to—the one story. <laughs> one story. It's, it's Christmas. We know what eighty story is. <laughs> well, we, you know that's what we're gonna call it now. It's the one story. The, the special special blackout ad segment called the one story <laughs> like you got llama rants i got one story presented by blackout AD. we gotta come I, I i'm gonna make you a uh like a sad music uh intro you gotta get it from Sp- uh spongebob world's tiniest violin <laughs> yeah spongebob <laughs> so hey it's funny you mentioned ned's declassified because i love that show i'm i was too old to watch it i had an excuse <laughs> I had an excuse. My I had kids, yeah. so they watched it, and so I watched. Uh, I loved that show, Shredder Man. I, I watched all that stuff, man. And I, I, I don't, I don't care to. I don't care who knows it. I, I love that stuff, man. I, I would enjoy the kids stuff, yeah. for sure. Um, but getting back to the costumes, just real quick. So the top ten kids ones. Oh, I, I mentioned you have uh, Spider Man, Joker, uh, Dracula. Uh, same thing as Vampire. And then Avengers character, yeah. Family member dress up as Avengers character, like that's that's the go to now. Is find a Marvel superhero or, or, or a comic book hero, dresses him, and that's it. Whatever movie's hot at the time, right? Oh yeah, there's always that one. There's just a bunch of Wonder Woman's, you know, all that stuff. I, you know what's funny is I, I love how schools, you know, they used to celebrate Halloween. They used to do the Halloween celebration. Used to be you know big thing. Now it's the um, it's the book fair day. Like, pick a character and dresses that character. Just so happens to be the week of Halloween. Halloween yeah. <laughs> you're not fooling anybody, school board. We know what you're doing. <laughs> sick because uh, they're just using it to make money in the book fair. For sure, for sure. It's like, and then you have to pay to dress up. Like, come on, man. Like, that, that's that's the worst. It's a scam. Um, it's a total scam. Stop, stop charging these kids money to dress down. Just let them dress down. Yeah. Where's that money go? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're not getting into that stuff right now. <laughs> they used to charge us like a couple dollars to buy a ticket to not wear a collared shirt. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was just crazy. But they know you hated it so much that you would pay the money. <laughs> pay the money. Like, yeah, for Friday we can do that. Here's two dollars, bro. <laughs> and how many people in your school? Right, like 600, 700 people. Right, like that's that's a lot of yeah. That's a lot of ca- that's a lot of cash right there. I'd be the one like like. It, if we ever had like a dress up day, you had to pay for it. I'd be like, no, I didn't know, I didn't know. <laughs> and it, what are they gonna do to you? Like at that point, what are you gonna do? Send you home for two dollars? Like they can't. They'll give you a shirt. Then the lost and found. Here's a shit. Put it on. <laughs> Brokey. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'd be that guy, man. I'd be. Well, I. You know what's funny is I'd be the guy who like my mom would tell me to dress down. Yeah. It, it, I have a Columbus Day story too, but she would tell me to dress down because that's all. That's as far as I think she read, and didn't read that there was money involved. <laughs> so I'd show up and they're like, "Well, I'm supposed to dress down." And they're like, mm, "Your mom forgot to tell you to pay, huh?" I was like, "Pay? <laughs> no." <laughs> Listen, my my mom would keep me home on random holidays that were never celebrated. <laughs> Columbus Day was one of those. Like it, you never used to have Columbus Day off, and like I, I come, I'd be home, and the next day I'd go to school. And be like, where were you yesterday? I was like, dude, it's a holiday, right? No, nobody celebrates that holiday. I'm like, oh god. Oh man. 
I mean, my mom would have like the the, the bank holiday uh, calendar, and oh, it just so every holiday. And she just looked at it. It's like, no, I don't think there's school today. I'm like, okay. I'm if like, the where bank's my closed, school's closed. Right? It's like, where are my friends? <laughs> They're all at school. <laughs> I figure it out midway through the day. Like, oh my god. <laughs> um. All right, so let me let me. I, the reason I brought up the top ten costumes, one, yeah. you know, in the chat, tell me what your favorite Halloween costume is. Um, you know, if, if you're interested, let us know what what costumes you guys dressed up as and which ones get you the most candy. Uh, Gabe Roman, pay in a soldier boy voice. Pay, <laughs> pay. <laughs> All right, so I wanted to show you guys this only because this was the '80s. And costumes. This this one of the simpler times, as they say, right? So you had this plastic, plastic like sauna bag shirt, <laughs> and it came in a box. So you put you put the you put the thing on, and you sweat to death, yeah. and you put this this stupid plastic mask with a rubber band that hopefully doesn't break, and that was your costume. And you had to rush out and get the box, you know. You couldn't mix and match. Didn't really have sizes. So, you know, me. Always a challenge for me. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, the, the chat's uh, lighting up here. This is uh, Power Rangers for sure. Gabe Roman was a Power Ranger. All right. All right. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the picture we're showing is is uh, Chewbacca and Yoda. And, uh, yeah, it looks like AD and Gabe. <laughs> I mean, but no, honestly, that's how simple it was back in the eighties, and and even these were—I don't think think they were expensive, yeah. um, but they were hard to find, right? Like like once they sold out, they sold out. It's not like mass produced like here, where they have you know everything you can just order online. Yeah. Um, Gabe, Gabe is agreeing. Yeah, I'm Yoda. Yeah, I'm Yoda. Gabe was the size of Yoda for like half his life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Gabe. Gabe's getting lit up. Hey, Gabe, I'm telling you, Gabe's a chat favorite in my chat on Twitch. Gabe is, is very entertaining. He's very entertaining. I was telling him that today. I was like, he got the personality, kid. He does. He does. And I, and when we you know we played together the other night, he was on, right? It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. He's a very interesting character. A, 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 a star to look out for. How's that? I, you know what's funny? I, I want to say this because we're talking about him. I had, and I told him today in the chat, I was like, dude, literally when I moved back to Florida, built my PC and was like starting the, the idea for the blackout, like streaming stuff. I mm -hmm. told them, I was like, yo, you know, me and you, we could just game together. We could stream. You don't need anything but your voice, blah, blah, blah. He was like, I'm not into that. He's like, I'm just trying to make money, blah, blah, blah. He's doing his own thing. I just took it as him, like, looking at me like I'm old, washed, like he didn't want to mess with me. Now he's texting me every day, like, you streaming today? Like, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have streamed today. I probably would have just, you know, did research for the, the pod, watched some, catch up on some shows, because I've been watching a lot of HBO Max lately. So, um, then he texted me, and I was like, I guess I got to get on. So, I'm happy he's he's come around, because it's really showing he's, like, he's got potential in this. Yeah, no, he's good. Like I said, he's very entertaining. Like, I, I'm laughing at the stuff he's saying, and he's he's got that voice. He captures you. So, hey, maybe, maybe there's a future for you there, Gabe. Now, I do want to replay this one. You know, Gabe said, no cap. Yep. And then uh, Jimmy responded, you couldn't wear a cap with that noggin. So, <laughs> so the chat room is lit up with uh, with some commentary. Yo, he was Jimmy was uh, lighting Gabe up in the Twitch chat earlier. <laughs> 
Oh, it's getting personal. There's like your mother. There's like your mother in there. Your mama's. When you bring out the mothers, that's that's when you know it's personal. <laughs> white chicks, it's mother time. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna show you one more one more picture of the '80s, and it's this one right here. I I think I had that GI Joe one. <laughs> Uh, all the way in the right, but yeah, this was it, man. This was the box costume that you would get. Um, a plastic garbage bag type, you know, uh, bodysuit and a cheap mask that you hope would not break. Um, so <laughs> it's just something, something very interesting for Halloween. I, I, I wanted to relive those types of things. Um, you know. Oh, let's see here. J Jimmy's talking about, let's not talk about moms. Okay, no, it's getting personal in the chat. It's getting personal in the chat. You know what this means? It's time for a ad commercial break. break. Yeah, ad break. <laughs> it's an ad break. We need a total ad break right now for the, for the chat. The chat's getting spicy. All right, so we're in an ad break. Let's talk about the Big Llama Show podcast. We were talking about it earlier today. Uh, the Sunday night show goes live. Uh, every Sunday night, 10 p.m., and if you can't make it or you need a recap or you miss something or you want to rehear some of the fun, uh, Big Llama Show podcast is available. It's available the same night that the show ends, within 20 to 30 minutes that the show ends. This man uh, yeah, I, I put it right on the air. Um, it's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Do the Big Llama Show. Make sure you follow or subscribe to that particular podcast so you know when we post new podcasts. If you'd like to, again, if you want to support the show, go to the YouTube channel, The Big Llama Show, and hit subscribe there on The Big Llama Show. All right. Let them know. Let them know about Apple Podcasts, our, our bigger list, our biggest listenership. Oh yeah, so so yeah, Apple Podcasts. It actually, and I I'm subscribed to my own channel because it's you know you're supposed to. And the audio quality on, on Apple Podcasts is second to none. It's amazing. Um, and there's always a reminder um, when the, the new content is posted. So please make sure you subscribe. Most of our newest subscribers are coming from the Apple Podcasts. So very, very excited about that. Again, our Sunday night shows always replay and recapped. And if we happen to do any um, extra shows or special interviews, they'll also be put on the podcast as well. Um, we've got the episodes going all the way back to our first episode, uh, 22 episodes ago. So yep. this is uh, episode number 22. All right. So, so we're, we're back. We're back from the commercial break. The chat seems to have uh, subsided a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, just keeping in the spirit of Halloween, just keeping it fun, keeping it light guys. Um, talk about Halloween candy. You know, candy is, is, you know, subjective. You know, people, some people, I got, we're looking at the favorite candies and in a minute we're going to look at the worst candies. So in the chat, hit us up. Let us know what your favorite candy is. Uh, which one? Now I'm looking at this list. I didn't pull this. This was, uh, this, this site called the candy store. Um, I have to say that the number 10 candy corn, I mean, whoever wrote that needs to be, needs to be burned to the stake. Like, like candy what? corn is disgusting. You're, candy, no, you're crazy. Candy corn is delicious. It's just delicious. I don't even know what it is. It's just delicious. Like, I love candy corn. I love Halloween. The best part, here's my one story. The best, <laughs> the best part of Halloween, though, is my mom didn't celebrate hol like holidays, but the next day we were always at Walgreens reaping the benefits of the holiday. <laughs> That's right. You got the, you got the, you got the exactly. buy one, get ones. Want. 
Get whatever you want. They're all a dollar. I'm like, I'm going for the candy corn immediately. Oh this my god! Only time of the year. <laughs> Gabe chimes in. He's he's agreeing uh, that uh, Reese's is top tier. So um, now it says Reese's peanut butter cups. So I'm a fan of those, but I like the Reese's pieces better. That's that's my favorite there. Uh, <laughs> oh, violation. <laughs> Gabe only eats butterscotch. <laughs> oh, man. Butterscotch is not on this list. Those little hard candies your grandma used to give you, those are not on the list. Um, the little strawberry. <laughs> Listen, I could eat a hundred of those little strawberry ones, man. They're so good. They're so good. Every house had them. Oh, listen! At, at, at my at my work, uh, oh, the Gabe's chiming in. He does like the butterscotch. <laughs> um, at my work, there's a whole bowl of these uh, strawberry ones. When I walk by to, to go see my boss, um, and I keep grabbing two and three at a time, man. <laughs> and I'm eating it under a mask, so my mask is moving. <laughs> so. oh, I'm not really a big chocolate guy, so I don't really agree with the Reese's. I like honestly, I'm a I'm like a gummy worm, like. Okay. Okay. The the I like gummy style candy. So for me, I don't really see sour patches would be probably my go to on this list, and they're number six. Right, right. That's it, it'd be in that same in that same family of of the gummy yeah. stuff, gummy Hot worms. Tamales. Why is that five though? That's blasphemy. Oh, you like hot tamales or no? No. I think those are terrible. It's like like eating wax paper, little wax pieces. You might as well eat licorice. At that I, point. Oh, <laughs> licorice is horrendous. Oh. Oh, let's see. Um, so G G Gabe and Jimmy are going back and forth. Yeah. Gabe's a little chocolate guy. Oh, God. Oh, God. PG-13, gentlemen. PG-13. Uh, Starburst is on here. Although the only thing pissing me off about Starburst is a stupid rapper. The individual rappers like that slows down the candy consumption. Um, Sour Patch Kids, I'll eat until I can't. I can't taste anymore, and that's that's bad. Like, yeah. I would buy. <laughs> I'm suffering at this point. It's make me stop. <laughs> well, I, you know what I do when I go to the movies. It's it, it's usually Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, I used oh, to yeah. do sweet tarts, but that that's that's mm -hmm. too much. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I'll buy. We go to the movies. We're sharing some candy. That's right. That's right. Well, well I, listen. There's some candy rules. <laughs> I'll buy you. I'll buy you some. <laughs> you like mine? <laughs> no, but I, I will eat a whole giant bag of Sour Patch Kids. That's terrible. And like the rest of the time, I can't taste anything. It's it's horrific. I do got to say, Tootsie Pops are kind of underrated in my book. You know, Tootsie Pops. That's my. That's like my, like. If I have to, <laughs> I mean yes, of course. If there's other choices, I'm not taking it. But when there's only Tootsie Pops, you're not mad. <laughs> no, no, you're not mad. You're not mad. Right, Let's see. Uh, Gabe chimes in. Hot tamale should be illegal. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy says, "Yeah, who wants hot tamales?" <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no. Stop, son. <laughs> No, I mean, no way. No way. Hot tamales should be off this list. Um, let's go. So M&M's are good. Just depends. I don't like the chocolate M&M's. I like the peanut M&M's. Peanut M&M's, yeah. Um, Hershey Kisses are all right. Hershey Kisses, they got, I mean, they got one for every holiday. You're going to get a Hershey Kiss no matter what. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. But, yeah. the, it, the, you know, you have to, I look at it as ease of, of eating. Like, Hershey Kisses, you got to unwrap each one and. Yeah. 
You, know? <laughs> you really don't like this. I don't like rappers, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, I want them all accessible. <laughs> uh, Snickers, Snickers is a good go-to, but <sighs> not for uh, Halloween. I don't like many Snickers. I just don't. I'm not a chocolate guy. Like I said, I, right, I, right. I trade my chocolate away, to be honest. And then we had candy corn. So and Twix so, is not on this list, which the no. chocolate I would go to is Twix. Right, right. It, it, I and honestly, that stupid left and right Twix like campaign is so stupid. But what do you mean? It's the right Twix. <laughs> <laughs> it's the left one, man. It's the left. No. <laughs> I buy only the lefts. Uh, <laughs> all right, so this this is this is again from the You're candy store. But I do only buy the rights. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so this was from the candy store. It's a website. I, I found the the image. Um, let's look at. The the worst candy. Oh, see, like the Biddle Honeys are not bad. I mean, obviously, liquors. Smarties, <laughs> people are hating on Smarties. And then look, Candy Corn's number. Candy Corn made, that's how prolific Candy Corn is. It made both lists. Right. It's it's, it's <laughs> the top 10 and the top worst. Like, it's. It, it made both lists. Wax oh. Colas, get out of here. <laughs> right, right. Gabe Tun chimes in. Facts, uh, right Twix only. Yes. <laughs> But no, the wax cola bottles, like, I'm with you, man. I saw those, and I'm like, oh, I could taste them. Good, uh, they look like mints. The circus peanuts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I, I honestly, I kind of like those. <laughs> oh, I man. I have memories with them. Somebody I used to, like, always go to the house, they had some, and it's just bring Oh, no. That licorice is there. Oh, no, no, no. That's that's yeah. You like the bit of honey? What what's what's what do you like about that? Because I I can't stand those. Oh, you're muted, man. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Oh, there you go. There you go. There is peanut butterish flavor. I don't know. They're not. Yeah. They're not. You know what I mean? They're not bad. I can see why people don't like them. I don't know why Tootsie Rolls on this list because I kind of enjoy. Yep. Well, I'm not really a chocolate guy, so the Tootsie Rolls, that's why I'm like, mm, not for me. Yeah. But well, you always get left with so much of them, so it's like, yeah. Well, I, and I always look at Smarties as like the, uh, you know, the bootleg sweet tart. Like, that, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. It, but it's good, though. I look for Smarties. I look for sweet yeah. tart Smarties. Yeah. You know what? We didn't see Nerds. Nerds, you're right. And Nerds, nerds. are a huge Halloween thing. Yeah, Nerds is needs to be ones. on this list. Yeah. And, and now they got the Nerds that are... Uh, just like a little candy ball with the nerds around it now. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I I remember I used to, it used to have the nerds used to have the two openings. Yeah. And I would open both and just ah, I just let it go, man. Let's see. Uh, okay, Blood Twix is from sixty third. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what are you talking about, brother? <laughs> so G G Gabe is just hitting us up with only things that Gabe would know in the chat, right? <laughs> It's the beauty of this guy. You don't know what he's talking about, but it makes sense. Exactly. It's if like his comedy is like that doesn't make sense, but okay. Oh, 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 Gabe, Gabe with the fire. Nerds, Nerds are trash. Oh, Gabe. Wow. Shots fired. Bite, bite. No, he he shot him both. He shot him at both at both screens, man. Like That's crazy. Gabe, I'm losing a lot of respect right now. First of all, godlike. First of all, I don't know where 63rd is. And now and now now you're talking about Nerds are trash. Crazy. Oh, let's see. Uh, Jimmy on here. Uh, honey candy corn for the win. <laughs> oh, man. Candy corn. Is that what candy corn is supposed to be? The flavor of honey? 
I I don't know. I I honestly candy corn. I, you know, I, to I me, mean, it's just like it's all it's candy corn. I don't know what it tastes like. It tastes like candy corn. Like, although I did see if you put them together, it looks like a, a ear of corn. Like, it looks like a thing of corn. Oh, Have yeah. you seen that? It's, I, yeah. I, I was I was shocked. It was like one of those. How old were you when you first realized whatever? Yeah, I was whatever day that was. And I, I saw was that image. Years old. <laughs> oh, here we go, Lava. You, you, my friend, are indeed from sixty third. Lava repping sixty third now. I represent whatever it is. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, we, uh, I agree with this list for the most part besides the candy corn. should not be number one. It's on both lists, though, so I, it kind of shows you, you know, they're either going to love you they're going to hate you. Right, when, right. When it's you're the best, yeah, when you're the best, they're going to love you or hate you. Yeah, and I think we can all agree the wax cola should be number one. Yeah, that should be, number one. <laughs> that should be outlawed. Banned in all countries. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't think I've ever tasted one. I'm like I'm not eating this because <laughs> it, it, it's wax. It, it literally is wax. Like you have to take the wax off. I think I ate the wax. <laughs> That's why I don't like it. You know me, you know, this doesn't have a wrapper, so I'm just gonna eat it. <laughs> so I'm eating wax. <laughs> Licorice honestly should be number one for being honest. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Licorice is is terrible, and you know what's not on. People hate Twizzlers too. Which... I like Twizzlers. I like Twizzlers too. They I, Twizzlers get slandered because of licorice. Right, right, because they look alike, right? <laughs> Let's see, uh, Jimmy. No, they also make oh, a oh, they make a honey flavored candy corn. I, you just put me on to something, brother. Because never once in my life had I had the, the honey candy corn. I'm, I'm gonna go find some tomorrow. <laughs> get it for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, you just go go to the sale. It's gonna be on sale. If you don't find it, tell me. I'm going to Amazon it to you. I'm going to find you some honey candy corn. <laughs> We're going to find it. We're going to do a taste test for the Big Llama Show. Uh, well, yeah, we'll do it live. Do it live. <laughs> All right, man. So, no, that's fun, man. That's good. That's, I'm just, it's a Halloween theme. I figured we have a little bit of fun. Yeah. Um, let's so talk about We actually oh. had some conversation about it. I know. See, we got people, we, people chiming in and having a good time. Yeah, we're already an hour into the show. We haven't even got to like our topics, which we we talk about all the time. Um, but I, I did put this up here, and I, I wanted to just briefly touch on it. This is the next thing I the the scariest ho- you know horror movies. Yeah. Um, and this is I guess they did a ranking. Um, how, what percent of people thought it was scary, right? And then um, what percent um, have seen this scary movie, right? So, um, The Omen is number one, and I that's a I've never seen it, but I know it's got a creepy little kid. Yeah, and so to me that 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 Didn't takes they remake me remake it. Like I I think so. I think it's had either remakes or 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 sequels. Mm. But yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the the seventy six. No, no. I said I, I don't want I don't want to watch it because this little creepy kid. But you know, I watched The Exorcist that has a creepy kid in it, and so. But when you look at this list, I mean, think about the time period that these movies came out with. And, like, you could, I mean, Paranormal Activity, like, I was, well, obviously, I was, like, coherent. And I can, I understood the impact of, like, that movie in general. And, like, I mean, you've seen it recently. Yeah. And, I mean, it still seems like it holds up in that in that factor when you don't know. Like, when you kind of see it already once, and then, you know I mean, they kept making the same movie over and over again. kind of loses the luster. But the first two Paranormal Activities were some of the creepiest movies i ever seen. i remember the ring too like the, the right impact the ring had i've never seen the ring but i i definitely know the character i know that little the little demon girl crawling out of the tv yeah. i've never seen it uh jimmy's chiming in says omen is super scary yeah, I, I, listen, it validates the list 
Yeah, it's number one uh, uh, from people who've seen it say it's scary, and then you know, forty five percent have not seen it. But man, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm surprised it's here. Yeah, but I would, I could remember seeing it and being scared to go to sleep. Yeah. But as a youth, as I was like a kid, you know, like like you know, eight, nine, ten years old, that like traumatizes you from ever wanting to sleep ever again. But um, as a, I got a little older. It was more fun and cheese, and it was yeah. hysterical. Um, but that first one is, is still a pretty good one, for and sure. And I think, you know, like, the the ones that, that came later, they kind of lean into his character being, like, the sleazeball slasher, almost. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? He was, like, top-tier scary, uh, like, slasher to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then his backstory. Like, that was the part that was... It, it was interesting, right, is that, that he he had this... You know this this devious and completely horrible backstory of him being a pedophile, child molester, child killer, or whatever. Um, and then the parents took him out. Like that's that's a pretty intre- like that's a pretty genius story. Um, but I, again, he he got more cheesy and campy, and it became just a fun time to watch him make jokes. Yeah. He he's like a comedian at that point. Yeah. Um, going down the list, we talked about paranormal activity, poltergeist. Poltergeist. It, but that's another one that you hear about. Oh my god that that one had me not wanting to watch TV forever. Like, <laughs> like that was um, that was insane. But I don't think it holds up now. I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't watched it recently. But I did go to Halloween Horror Nights and I went to the haunted house that yeah. they had for Poltergeist. And yeah, that little there was a little creepy little lady that that's in the movie. She was in the haunted house and she scared the crap out of me. Like I was like, "Oh dear God, she's real." <laughs> <laughs> she's here. She's here. She's real. But I mean, that was the first. Uh, you know what's what's? There's elements, right? There's always elements to horror movie. Oh, you there? What's up? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh, oh. Yeah, I thought sorry. I no, no, no. You're good. Um, there's always an element to the horror movie that's something uh, grounded in reality, and that's the scary part. Um, like Poltergeist is about. Um, you know burial grounds and you've seen a bunch of movies where where people build something on a burial ground and then all of a sudden yeah. there you know the demons come you know i think that's why we've seen like speaking of paranormal activity like movies from like the later 2000s they kind of used the uh, based off a true story or they took a story that kind of happened because like you said it, it if you can think it's real it will scare you more than like, like I said, with the paranormal activity movies. Once you see them a couple times, you're not that scared because then you find out like it's loosely based off of. But what the marketing for the the first movie was, this is a real found footage film of a lady going through some shit, and that and that's why like it, it I mean, had the impact it did. Yeah, no, I, to me, like I said, if you tell me there's there's a there's a small evidence that this might be real or might be based on a true story. I'm done. I'm 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 in, I'm invested immediately. And paranormal activity, although I knew it wasn't, um, I knew it wasn't real. They still played it enough, like where where it was like, um, like wow, like like holy smokes, like I, I can't believe this. Uh, Gabe Gabe is uh, chiming in here. Is this uh, Conjuring needs needs to be yeah. up there? I, I think so. I, I haven't seen it, but yeah, the 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 reviews on that one. No, nah, Conjuring. Conjuring was one of the first movies I seen recently that I actually was like, I felt I wasn't scared because like, as I got older, I kind of just was like, I'm gonna watch these things because I like them. 
So I kind of just got over the fear. So I wasn't scared, but I felt like, oh, if, if I didn't know or if I was growing up in my Jehovah Witness environment, I'd be terrified of it. Yeah. For sure. Well, uh, John S is, uh, you know, chiming in. He says, "I wouldn't have picked any of those." I, like I said, I, I'm, I, I sort of grabbed these from from a site that was just, I guess, doing a survey. It was a, oh, it says Yahoo or a YouGov. Um, but yeah, no. Um, oh, and this is October 2015. Looks like the data. So maybe some of the new ones aren't in there as a result. But um, yeah, no. There's there's lots of hidden gems out there for sure. Um, but Amity Amityville up there. Yeah, Amityville. I heard the cabin in the woods. I heard there's some some good ones there. Now, the, one of them I wanted to watch uh, for the channel was going to be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm still not able to sit down and watch that one because it starts off with based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> like the minute I see that, I, I'm 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 hooked. I'm like, oh no, it, it could happen. Um, never seen it though. Uh, the Shining, I've seen. Uh, let's see. Halloween. Halloween's got resurgence now. Everybody's, uh, yeah. you know. Let's see. Uh, Gabe's here. No, I was definitely scared. They're all based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about the Conjuring, I think. Yeah. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. I don't know if that's necessarily scary, but that's serial killer stuff. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Alien, the grudge. I didn't know Alien. It's probably a little more like suspenseful, no? I think, yeah, I think it's sci-fi, suspense. It's scary, but not for the reasons like there's a boogeyman. It's more, there's an alien. And I think the, the genius of Alien, and I, I, I just got the, 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 the six-movie pack that I'm, I'm going to be watching through it. Um, the, the genius of that is just that it's, you're stuck in space. I started cracking up because of Jimmy in the chat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I see it. I see it. Gabe Unmasked is top tier. Yeah. Oh, man. Gabe and Jimmy are just going back and forth on the chat for sure. Uh, let's the round Blair, out this. The Go Blair ahead. Witch Project was another one that like had a huge cultural impact like because people thought it was actual like, real footage. Yeah, the marketing campaign for that, Paranormal Activity and this movie, was genius because it was viral. It was... Um, it, it, and they marketed it as a real thing. And then if you went to their websites, because this was early in the in the start of the internet, the websites were so well done for the time. Um, and they had files and they had images and um, all kinds of things inside that, you know, that you, you believed it to be real. Um, What's it going? They're sparring right now. And Jimmy trying to exercise to tie his shoes, his top tier. Oh, gosh. You guys, we gotta take another commercial break if you guys keep this up. Oh man, um, the interactions, man, they're boosting the interactions. Yeah, let's do this. I, I will, will, uh, because we got, we do have other topics, but we'll let me finish up on Jaws. And and the reason that Jaws is effective, obviously, is the amount of screen time that the actual shark gets. Yeah. And I said this in a couple of of reviews, and the suspense is. Whatever you come up with in your mind is more scary than anything you're going to see on screen. Yeah. And so Jaws was one of those that did it well. Alien is the same way. Both Alien and Jaws, you don't see the alien or you don't see Jaws for a majority of the of the movie. Like there's I think the alien gets 10 minutes of screen time, Jaws 14 minutes of screen time total. And so that is the way that because again, in your brain you're going to come up with the worst case scenario. I mean, those were very effective. Look, your your um your screen movies on there. It's a 1996 screen. So 
It was I the think... first movie that had like a meta, like talking about scary movies within the slasher genre. So I think it was kind of groundbreaking in that terms because I mean, think about how many spoof movies came after. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Scream Scream made fun of the genre, but at the same time gave it a new, a fresh perspective, right? Yeah. So there was there was something there that was tapping into. Yeah, we've seen this before, but here's a new way of looking at it, and it was great. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Jimmy here. I wear Velcro, so now the joke's on you. Okay. <laughs> oh man, these guys are just going off, going off. All right. Um, okay, so. Uh, again, in the chat, thank you guys. You guys are doing amazing on the chat. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you keep hitting us up on there. Um, we are going to shift, shift topics a little bit to our next uh, discussion, which is more on the, you know, sort of your area of expertise uh, for eSports, right? Yeah. We got um, the FaZe Clan going, going public. public for $1 billion. Yeah. What is this phase clan, man? I have no idea. I mean, I read a little bit about the offering, yeah. But Jesus, so, Fortnite. <laughs> no, so phase clan started in Call of Duty. Like, I think they said the the phase clan was founded in like 2010, probably like 2009, 2010. So for them to to go public at a one billion dollar estimate, ten, twelve, what, eleven years later. Is kind of unreal, and I, I mean, they're, they're not the first esports team, but they're the, I think they're the first North American like esports because, like, you know, Japan, Korea, they got huge esports like following over there. So they're kind of a little bit ahead in terms of like some aspects, but this is like the first team that has like a lifestyle brand attached to it. I mean, you can see uh, LeBron James' son is signed to them. They signed like a couple rappers. You know what I mean? Like they're they're like how do you say it? they're like the the cool kids like everybody loves face clan because they're like the the dope product or the dope branding in gaming and it's crazy because they started from trick shotting and snipers in in call of duty just doing trick shots and sniping only to becoming a global brand that clearly is worth you know i mean some money so to me i wanted to talk about it because obviously i, I stream i stream call of duty you know daily and um, also, I'm building a brand that I would like to take to this level. I mean, now now it's possible. You know what I mean? It shows people. It, it legitimizes esports in a way. And they're not just. And they're kind of huge in esports too. Like they're they're a Call of Duty team just won their world championship this past season. So it's like they're they're hitting all aspects of like gaming, whether it's esports, the fashion side, the cultural side. So yeah. Cool. And I can, you know, from from this picture, it says there's more than 80 esports players on the Phase Clan. And then, what was was jarring to me is the fact that they were on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And so that tells you that they've arrived. Um, you know, they've arrived to the scene by being uh, on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, Gabe's uh, touting his wins, his three wins today. By the way. Yep. So yeah, you're ready for Face Clan, Gabe. Just give them a call. <laughs> I heard they need new players. Um, but no, look, I mean this. This to me is, first of all, and, and I know we're not. This is we're not a gaming channel, right? But I can appreciate the money making that goes into into these these esports, into the games themselves. Like they they're all profit driven. They're all money making machines. Yeah. Fortnite, for example. 
with just buying the skins. Uh, Call of Duty sort of jumped on the same thing. It's the, yeah. the the type of games you're playing, and then leveling up and making sure like the the days of playing the game and just leveling up and getting sort of the achievements along the way are gone. Like yeah. it's Michael put the money right. It's 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 put the money in there. Get the new skin. Get the new weapon. Get the new map. Which, which got me, because when I first started playing Call of Duty, I think it was the Modern Warfare, the original, yeah. and they had the, the monthly um, release. They had the new maps every month, and it was like, what, $40 at the time, or $30, $40? Yeah. And I would pay it every single month, because I couldn't play with my friends who had the new maps. Um, and so I thought it was genius. I know they've hit my son up for at least four or $500. I mean, I'm, not even, I'm, I'm, I'm probably estimating that at the low end. Um, for Fortnite and all that stuff. So, um, I mean, I've spent. I bought a, a rainbow skin just because one of my friends, Hen Dog, was. <laughs> we said we were gonna buy. He was gonna buy the Die Hard skin. I was gonna get the rainbow skin, and then I saw how much it cost, and I was like, I'm not getting. It. He's like, Dude, I already bought it. So for <laughs> months, he was just bothering me about it. They finally drop it again. So I spent the money, and then a week later, Scream comes out, the the Ghostface skin, and I'm like, Man, now I need that one. Right, right. I haven't bought it. Luckily, they make them kind of annoying because they like have like quotes from the movie. Like Rambo was just running around, whispering in my ear, like "I'm gonna kill you." Like I'm like, I don't want to hear this the whole time. And then my teammates are like, "Dude, shut him up!" Like he, you're not even close to me, and I can hear him say that. Like it's annoying. <laughs> so luckily, they have that, or they would have a lot of my money as well. Right, and, and listen, it's genius. It's just it. I mean, you cannot get mad that this is happening it's yeah people it, there's a market for it people are paying the money for it it's the same thing that i i always question like why in the world like patreon for example right like that's another it's not an esport but like like there's stuff that's free out there the content is free what do you want what do you want exclusives yeah. you you know you want these extended videos like I, I can get my head around it and it makes sense but at the same time i feel like I don't know. It's it's much like like okay. I don't treat this, and this is this is probably a good a good sort of discussion. I don't treat this as a money making generating sort of thing. Or there's a future in it possibly, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm at a point where my career, my my you know my home life, all that stuff is in a good place. Yeah. Should this you know become a, a you know generating revenue then it becomes a different thing for me and so i i don't know i i'm i'm not gonna i'll cross that bridge when i get there but i'm always sort of thinking about like is it worth it to and again i think of it as subscribers i think of it as viewers and i feel like why are you charging for content but i get why you need to like I get, I get why there's a, there's a revenue stream for people because they want to make this a full time career. Not, but not only a revenue stream, but think about like the ability Patreon gives you allows you, and it allows them to support you directly. You know what I mean? So like right. they're already gonna support you when it comes to ads. Like once you get monetized, them watching the video, they're supporting you watching or getting ads. But this is like a direct support line and the creativity you can have on Patreon. You know what I mean? You can have a, a Patreon only show or like you get, I, I've seen like shout out to horrible decisions, a podcast like where they talk about like business women and, and sex and stuff like that. But their Patreon is pretty huge and they have like town hall meetings. They call it where like they just meet up once a month with their Patreon and have like a direct talk, 
you know what I mean? And, and again, shout out to Big Homie. He, I believe he he got he's on your Patreon. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's on our Patreon for uh, Flagrant Two, where I'm not on the Patreon, but he'll send me a whole episode. And he, obviously he's not supposed to, but like he's, he'll send me the link to that episode because he'd be like, he'll usually do it when it's a good episode, but he'll be like, yo, this episode was hilarious. You know what I mean? And, and since it's called Flagrant 2 and like they're comedians, that's where like they give you like the full 100% no PC, no thinking about, I mean, they're not PC on the normal channel, but like <laughs> they go beyond on the Patreon because like that's the people who really, their fan bases, you know what I mean? It's the same thing with like subscribers on Twitch. Um, personally, I kind of look at it like, this is, to me, this is like my second job. You know what I mean? I'm not making money off of it now, right. but I know I can make money off of it. And even if I get like a, a sliver of the pie just to make a living off of doing this, I honestly, that's my goal. And I, I kind of see the potential. So I, I'm a little bit opposite as to where you are, I think. Right, right. And, and, and this is where, this is where I think, like, this is where the difference is between going for views and the content right like what's the content going to be and i have i have right more freedom um to do what i want yeah. right versus figuring out how to get on the algorithm now I, and, and again and we've talked i want to get there obviously but it's not do or die for me it's not like i have to be there and in fact i'm enjoying what i'm doing and i think i still enjoy it even if it becomes monetized and we get thousands of subscribers um but because i'm in a different place the content gets to can still be my own versus following the trends even though i did that early on in the, in the channel because i wanted to be successful quickly um then i realized like it's not gonna it's 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 based on what you which how much time you can put into it and so but no, I, I think that's I think it's great for people to have different perspectives because it, it will change how you operate, uh, how you do things. And and again, if there's a market for it and someone wants to pay for the services, then sure, I'll I'll have it out there. But at this point, like like I had I started the Patreon, and I I feel guilty, which is weird, right? Like I feel guilty charging people to watch me watch a movie. Yeah, and so, but. But again, you know, things could change. Part of it, and it gives them the whole experience. That's the thing. Like, if they're watching your Exorcist video and they like that one video, mm -hmm. imagine them watching the whole two hours with you and, like, being engaged throughout it because I'm pretty sure you could comment on there as well. So you can have conversations on there. It's just getting more of your personality to the people who really, because obviously if they're on Patreon, they really support you. So right, it's, right. it's giving them more. And I think... That's the beautiful thing. That's that's the sweet spot I think every creator needs or wants to get to, where it's like you're monetizing something you love to do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really chase. Like, think about it. I do, like, if my friends are playing the games, I'll play a new game. But I'm not going out of my way to buy a new game just because I know the eyes are going to be on it there. Right, and I'm right. I'm not kind of for COD, but, like, that's because I love COD. And, like, my best streams have lately been – Call of Duty streams, even though I'll find like a random game, like a Pokemon stream that will do well or whatever. But like the fact that I'm getting on playing Call of Duty with my friends, which is what I love to do. Like that's the game. That's the game where I'll, I'll spend literal, literal 14, 15 hours a day playing and not even like think about it. So like the fact that I'm getting views on that makes me happy. And I, I look at the money thing too. I feel guilty when like I get subs on like Twitch now because I'm already at the, they pay out at a hundred dollars. And I just hit fifty dollars on 
my payout. So I'm fifty dollars away from getting my first like income from streaming, which to me it blows my mind. It's only fifty dollars right now, but like but still, yeah. Fifty dollars of me gaming. And it's a lot of my friends, you know what I mean, like showing support through that way or like gifting subs and stuff like uh, big homie gave you a sub so you could use the ads the other day and i had to text him like bro stop doing that like it's cool but like i'm making money off of you when eventually i want to make money off of other people i do like that's the goal but like doing it from your friends and he put it in the perspective like bro like when you watch other big streamers they're handing out subs to their friends because like that's a, a way of showing support and if like he hits a random sub on somebody and that person didn't know who i was but they stopped by because it's like if they if somebody stops by your stream if oh yeah somebody, yeah it just gives you a sub so they could see me for like 10 seconds be like nah i don't like this guy but then get a free sub be like all right let me check him out when he's streaming right, you know what I mean? right. and then they might keep the sub train so that's the idea of it but like i just look at it like at this point if i make any money off of what i'm doing then it's just proving me that we're doing the right thing right Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm, we're at, we're at two, and this is again the great the, the great thing about this show and the, our collaboration is we're at two different ends of the spectrum. We're looking at it two different ways, and it it all comes together, and so we get two perspectives on it. Um, the last thing I'll say about that kind of stuff, and and again, the esports stuff is amazing. The only thing I I, I I'm I'm a little leery of is, and again, the fans are passionate. Like like there's passionate subscribers and fans who hit you up all the time and, you know, we'll talk through, you know, it, it, it's great. What I, I, I don't understand is um, the gifts that people get. Um, there's a lot of people who have their PO boxes and, and they have these gift openings and people send them all kinds of stuff. I get it. I get it. It's like, we admire you. We like you, whatever. I just, I don't know. It, it seems odd to me. It seems like I would never like send like like a, a YouTuber that I really like. I will comment on their stuff. I'll comment on their Twitter, um, but that's about it. I don't know if I'm. I, but that's me. It's my perspective. I'm. You know, it just seems odd. You it, know? It, it, I mean, it's, it's the same thing as them buying merch. You know, what I mean, it's just a right, right. To me, like and like, you see a lot of people sending those those PO box stuff like from forms of content like this, where they get to know us as people and like, oh hilarious llama loves superstar let's send him 100 superstar video movies dvds like you know what i mean like as a joke but like to them that's them showing support showing that they like actually pay attention to you. oh yeah 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 i i wouldn't personally also send somebody unless like it's a super cute girl who makes old millions of dollars on twitch and then, <laughs> you know <laughs> I always it's, make the joke once I get famous. It's like I'm like don't let don't let me get famous because all your favorite girl streamers I'm gonna date them all. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be sending your phone numbers. Here, here's a sub in my phone number. There you go. There you go. <laughs> don't read it out loud. No, no, no. I mean, listen. That like I said, this is a great fun thing about learning about this stuff. Is just it's amazing. It's amazing stuff. Um. Okay. So we we have we haven't done our commercial break in a little bit. We're just gonna do a quick one. Um, remind everybody um, that the Big Llama Show has the merch store open. As you can see, the Blackout Llama collaboration has already hit the store, um, along with the Big Llama Show and Llama Nation merch. It's all there. Uh, get it in lots of different colors. The Big Llama Show merch store. The link is in the description. Um, make sure you check it out if you want to support the show. Uh, I can't wait to get my hands on the Blackout Llama gear. That that looks great. It's going to look amazing. And if you get a Big Llama shirt, the Blackout Big Llama collab, send us pictures. We'll post it everywhere. Oh, I'm for gonna, sure. I was telling everybody, 
like obviously we're in the ad now, but I was telling everybody I was gonna try to sell the the crap out of these. You know what I mean? Like every day, post about it. Like actually brings some awareness to the the llama site because selfishly, it is the first blackout thing that's available out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And it's so different from what we're releasing on on our end, but still show support for the brand. So I was like, people are, are clearly wanting to buy blackout merch now. What they can through this and we can really put some you know what i mean like see if how many people are actually engaged in buying it you know what i mean like yeah. oh yeah for sure and like i said i i can't wait to yeah if anybody has picks if you buy anything from from the show send it to me on instagram or on twitter or on the chat like let me know and um definitely send us pics we're gonna retweet it we're gonna post it we'll let you you know we you want to maybe do a segment on the, the live show right like right i ads. mean to show people wearing it right we'll, we'll we'll highlight the um the subscribers or anyone who's wearing the merch so no I'm, I'm really really excited about that so um that's our commercial break make sure you uh, check out the big llama merch store um okay so we've got two more topics we're gonna i think fly through these i hope and no pun intended um buzz lightyear or the lightyear is the movie that came out and i i told ad to check out the the video on the breakdown um I was I was not I was I was not expecting what I saw um, when I saw the trailer and what and and, and the video I, I sent to AD was sort of a breakdown. But one of the cool things was that you know they're going back into the lore of the toy itself, uh, the Buzz Lightyear toy. And so to me, that was just amazing that they said you know I, I think it was it, the breakdown is. What if we made a movie about the? What if we made the movie that Andy saw that got him to buy the toy? Yeah, and that is just that's just complete genius. But it looks like it looks like it's not going to be anything Toy Story. It looks like it's going to be its own like realistic movie. Um, and they're even teasing the that you know, big reveal of Emperor Zerg, which yeah. again, if you're not if you haven't watched Toy Story movies and you don't know anything about that, like this is a big deal. Like this is a huge thing. Um, Again, I don't know, you know, it's Pixar, so I know it's going to have a lot of eyes on it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm geeked out and excited about it. I, I love the trailer. Um, you know, I think I think the trailer was good. The Obviously, the animation is top tier. I mean, it looks it's like super realistic. I mean, they were saying in the breakdowns like photorealism. Mm -hmm. uh, but like he looks super like it. It almost looks like it, if it was a real movie and then you kind of get the animated feel back in some scenes where it's like, oh, wow. But I just find it I find it dope that Chris Evans is is the voice of it. I find it dope that it's going to include uh, Zerg because that was an initial thought that I had was like, will Zerg be in it? Um, and how Zerg would be in it? How would they like ground Zerg as a character? Because right. he's kind of... I mean, at first he was like looked at as like a, a bad guy, but then kind of used as jokes later on. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I like the concept of it. I've seen a lot of mixed reviews though. Like some people are just saying, "Oh, this is a money grab," which I could also see. It yeah. Being. Well, I think I think if they stay true, and and this is what the reason I know that this is going to be an interesting movie is the fact that the new rock stars and EA Voss did an actual breakdown on it. There's there's more to the story. There's more. Um, I think what they described it as is like a Star Wars type epic, yeah. um, where this is just the beginning of of a long series of movies or stories. Um, the fact that 
Emperor Zerg may or may not be revealed in the movie or, or leading up to the sort of big reveal. Um, I think this may be the origin story of both Buzz and, and Zerg. I think they're not, you know, I don't think Zerg is like this known entity. Like, like when you get the Star Wars world, when you first, you know, the and Darth Vader and the Emperor are already, you know, established characters. I like the fact that this may be like, how did we get a Zerg? How did we get uh, Buzz Lightyear? And I know I'm geeking out about a, a Toy Story type thing, but it brings a whole nother level of, of fun to this movie, to the franchise. Yeah. And so that's why I'm excited. It's it's I'm not even thinking about Wood, Woody or anything. I'm thinking about the character itself and how they're going to sort of tell the story. So I think it's, I think it's pretty interesting. I, I mean, I wanted to bring it up just because just I wanted to make sure I'm not doing any trailer reactions, but I wanted to, to give my two cents on it. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a good movie and they're not making any movie without at least a two, two movie year plan. You know what I mean? Like two, two movies plan or something. Three movies. Yeah. Plan. Oh yeah. Like they, they, they want a series out of these movies now. So like, we're definitely going to, I'd be kind of honestly. I'd be kind of pissed if like last ten minutes they unveil Zerg and then we gotta wait to the second movie to see that interaction. I'd be kind of annoyed at that because then it's a very clear like we're we're trying to grab your money. Right, right. Well, I I think the the smart way to do it would be that you would know who Zerg is, like like who the guy is becoming Zerg. and then over the course of a movie or two, you're gonna see the progression how he becomes the cartoonish. You know, character just like they did with Darth Vader in the in the prequels. I think that would be great because then you can get a little insight as to what's their relationship and why they're you know mortal enemies or whatever. All right, well that's I mean that was just a quick a quick review on Buzz. But the the last thing we'll close out the show with is the reviews that are coming in for the Eternals. Critics think Eternals is boring. The third worst MCU movie ever. Um, it's not. It's not faring well for the Eternals, even though they have huge pre-sale numbers. Yeah. And I'm part of the pre-sale, so you know, anyone thinks I'm I'm in you know I'm a Marvel like you know lover. I am, but I I've said it from the beginning. I don't think it's going to happen. Now, this is the most telling thing right here. It's got a fifty nine percent Rotten Tomato score from from critics. Yeah, and that's th this late in the game. That's that's. I don't think I think people at Marvel are panicking right now. Uh, their pre sale numbers are high, so I think they take that as a win. These are also characters that not many people know about, so I'm thinking they're banking on. Hopefully, some of them get like, some of them get that shine to where people want to know about them and then can carry the franchise going forward. But also it, it just sounds like all the reviews I'm hearing, it sounds like a different type of Marvel Marvel movie than we've ever seen. So it's kind of like they got to show us, you know what I mean? Like nobody thought guardians of the galaxy was going to work until it happened. You know what I mean? So the, to me, it's like they're, they're taking that chance of like showing us a different side of the Marvel universe. Yep. Hopefully it engages us. Hopefully it's not as bad as people are saying. Which I'm not seeing them say it's a bad movie. It's just so different from the Marvel 
to me, what I hear a lot, it's different from the Marvel like formula, but then they throw the Marvel formula at the end where kind of like, oh, yeah, this is a Marvel movie. Don't forget. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I think it, that could hurt the film is, itself. And, well. I, and I think there's there's some, not political, but there's um, like a gay character, like an out gay character in there. And there's, so there's a lot of, you know, th- things to hate. That people, you know, if you were, if you want to find something to hate, there's something probably to hate in, in every movie. But yeah. I, I think there are just things that um, um, that that will happen in this movie that you're just not expecting. And so, I think, unfortunately, it's too, I think it's going to be too too artsy yeah. for for the common you know uh, Marvel fan. It's going to be good, I think. It's going to have a good. It's. I think the thing I'm hearing is very dense, very depth filled, and and so that can, can. That's why I think the boring comments are coming in. Is like I also think. Remember how I mean we we pooped on this movie a couple yeah. of weeks back before they like release more trailers and and more footage of the movie. But I I wonder. It's got me thinking. Like, does it hurt the film that they did it? I mean, what, two weeks before they started releasing all the promo stuff? And it's like, now, did they do that because they know they didn't have much to show? You know what I mean? They didn't want to give everything away the first trailer and then have you see that a hundred times before the movie? Or they do it like, well, let's just release this promo image because it wasn't as good as we thought it would be, wasn't getting the traction we thought it was going to be. Now we got to show them, like, our hand kind of. So I wonder if that hurts the movie as well. Like when people go see it, it's like, oh, I've seen this in the trailers. Because I think that's one of the biggest like hindrances on movies. It's like when you show too much in the trailer. Right. I, I'm hoping that's not the case. Because if I'm just watching a rehash of the trailers and with talking in between, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be bored for sure. But um, um, no, I mean, listen again. I I'm hoping it's good. I know I we keep bringing it up because the numbers are are there to bring it up, but. 59% does not bode well for a Marvel movie. It's lower than Thor, The Dark World, which which to everyone thinks is the worst, the worst, Marvel, movie the worst Marvel movie ever made. Um, you know, and that's not good. And that, again, people, unfortunately, people gravitate to the, I think Rotten Tomatoes has too much power. Yeah. People gravitate to that score and they won't watch a movie. And I'm one of them too. Like, like I, if I'm going to invest money, I may look at the score and go, mm, not worth it. Or if I'm if I'm renting a movie or if I'm like what am I want to watch to you know tonight, I'll look at the score because now everything is embedded. Like if you go to iTunes or uh, these different places to find a movie, it's there. The score is right there. Yeah. Um, and if the score is really low, I'm like you know what I wanted to see it, but mm, it's about got a 35 percent Rotten Tomatoes. I, I'm I'm checking out, and yeah. that's it's dangerous. I think it's got too much power. Um. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Gabe is just want to give us an update. Cowboys with uh, clutch fourth quarter win, six to six and one, baby. Uh, Gabe, you know it's funny. He told me on stream yesterday. Uh, he's like, he's like, I watch the I watch the Llama Show every Sunday, except for when the Cowboys are playing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad you were chiming in the whole time while the Cowboys are playing. Right, exactly. You know, we don't want you to to take an L. You know. <laughs> um. Any update uh, on the on the the score of the World Series game? Anybody? Oh, that's a good question. Let me check right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. Let's see. Oh, here we go. It's uh, Astros nine, Braves five. The top of the eighth. 
Atlanta leads three to one, three games to one, and they're in Atlanta. So they could have clinched the series right then and there in Atlanta, but looks like they're struggling right now. Um, that would have been great. That would have been great for. I have a couple friends who are uh, in Atlanta right now watching the game. They're huge Braves fans, and so. Um, I hope the Braves don't choke it, man. I kind of want them to win. Well, I think they're going to make it interesting. I mean, the Astros are just a really good team. And, like, we were talking about it while you were on the stream. But it's like a redemption arc for the the Strohs, you know what I mean, to win this championship. So, like, that gives them a lot of motivation. And I kind of like – I like that, like, underdog mentality if they are going into it, which I'm pretty sure the competitors, you know what I mean, the competitors at the highest level. I'm pretty sure they're they're trying to take any – mental advantage they can so i don't know it should be a good series but my heart wants the my heart wants the Braves. yeah yeah i mean i want to win i want the the astros to win only because i i know mickey brantley and and i worked with his dad um so that's the only i have no 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 dog in the race i really don't care who wins but you're right the astros story is compelling to let them win or have them win and that could prove the naysayers about their cheating um and um you know, but again, Atlanta is a, is a good team, and they, you know, they're making a run right now. So, yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, so, Gabe's over here. You know, stop, Lama. I like you so far. Don't change that. So, I think I, I wasn't, I wasn't poo pooing on the on the uh, Cowboys. I just, I mean, I'm a Dolphins fan, so that tells you all you need to know about my my uh, football <laughs> interests. Yeah, exactly. And J- Jimmy's going to hit you with this one: Cowgirls or Dookie. So listen, um, <laughs> you two can guy. you two can continue to duke it out in uh, in the chat because um, uh, we're we're just about done. Um, all right, Ad. So let's let's uh, wrap it up. What are you going to be working on this week? We'll uh, give you a quick spotlight. See what you got going on this week. What, what are you working on this week? And uh, what do you have to look forward to uh, the Blackout Ad on Twitch? Um. Just more streaming, man. More consistency. I, I hit last 30 days. I was like 76 hours. So I'm closing in on 80. I haven't hit 80 yet. Like I haven't seen the number where it's like 80 hours streamed in a month. So that's the goal. Just trying to put out more content, get more eyes on it. Um, I had heard a good tip where it was like, the more consistent you are, he's like, you might get 10 views on one video, a thousand views on another. But like at the end of the day, it's just adding all those numbers up. You know what I mean? Like, you might have a bad stream. Like, I did have, like, two bad streams this week, but I've also had two very good streams. And the fact that this this past stream I had was an hour and a half and got up to seven viewers shows that people are coming to my, my channel. So I just want to keep consistently streaming. And then I'm promoting the hell out of the Blackout Lama collab all week. So that's going to be, like, kind of the focus. No, for sure, for sure. And like, listen, I'm excited about that. And so uh, we'll be watching the streams. We'll be watching Twitch for you. Um, What I got going on this week, like I said, we're going to watch The French Connection uh, over the next day or so. I'm going to probably try to grab another movie, which which I'll surprise everyone with uh, uh, later this week. So I'm definitely French Connection is my next one that's going to come out. Um, Then I'll probably do one more towards the... uh, the higher end of the traffic to see if I can get some more traffic, but um, having a lot of fun with them. The green screen effect, I, I, I'm loving doing that that piece of it, and it helps with the editing. Um, you know, um, what I'm finding too is um, just engaging with with the, the members, with the subscribers. That that's been the funnest part of this whole thing, uh, um, and watching new movies that I haven't seen. That's that's been something I've wanted to do, and you know, it's been a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, this week we'll try to get that one out. Um, I try to get them out by Wednesday or Thursday, 
um, so that I can talk about him on the show. Um, it, but the, the problem I have is, is recording. So I definitely am going to record The French Connection tomorrow. Um, but um, if I can get that second movie in on Tuesday, that's the, the, the sweet spot. If I can get the, both of them in, then I can edit throughout the week and then I can release them as I'm finished. So um, more of that, more people hopefully signing on. I'm loving the growth. Um, the channel's doing really, really well. So um, I, I can't complain. So I just want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you. Um, who, who, made, who made the um, the logo again? Hercules Outlaw. Hercules. So thank you, Hercules Outlaw. I appreciate that. It was really, really awesome. Um, I want to say thank you to Gabe, Jimmy, um, John, who chimed in, um, uh, Gillen, um we had a lot. We had a bunch today. Gabe, uh, Gabe was on here a lot. So, um, listen. I hope everyone had a good Halloween. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Keep supporting the Big Llama Show. Keep supporting Blackout AD. Um, the channels only get get better, and the content gets way better every time. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for joining the live stream, everybody. Have a great night. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Llamaween, and enjoy the candy. Peace, Peace. out, guys.